We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a snowy Friday here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. The afternoon show, Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Friday afternoon. What's happening, Ike? Fritzy, I'll let you boy. Well... What's you get in, you get in okay today? I did. Yeah, I did. I left a little early. That's you know, good. I did the uh, adult thing. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't wait to the last minute. You know, I left a little early to give myself a little more time, and because uh, I was driving obviously slower on the way. Way in. to be responsible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, listen. That's the one thing I hate about the whole snow thing is that it's driving in the snow. Yes. Yeah. I love and, driving in the snow. Yeah. I, I trust my driving in the snow. I don't trust anybody else's driving in the snow. So, <laughs> thankfully. Um, most people have adhered to the advice of our officials, city officials, state officials, and have stayed home today. Snuggle up, get your hot cocoa, your, your, your grilled cheese, your French toast, whatever it is you got. And listen to the show. And listen to the show. Now, I checked in with uh, Howard asking to make sure it's okay if I drove in. <laughs> Heard nothing from the leadership of the station <laughs> to, to see if we should go in. But we, yeah. we, we, we got in here. Yeah, and they listen, they've done a great job. Uh, with the uh, with the roads, yeah, you get you got to get the people out there that that are putting down the salt. They got started last night. I saw it on my way home last night, so they were already starting. They're ready last night, uh, getting ready for this this morning, and we're seeing the results of it. So you know, as much as people want to complain about what the mayor does or the state officials do to to, to make sure that we're safe during these type of times, yeah, give them a little round of applause. Good job out there today. That's what Ike Reese does. There you go. Yeah, it just makes PSAs about the Hey, man, I'm just saying. Who do you think is listening to us in the chat? That's exactly today? Yeah, right. Those yeah. are the people that are listening to us Well, right we now. appreciate you out there. Uh, as everyone is now on Sirianni Watch. It's 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 day five. Yeah, yeah now I'm back to the serious Yeah, things. well, it was. So, so it lost Monday. So started Monday night. day four. Well, started Monday night, what, in the second quarter? <laughs> I think for a majority of people. No, I would say third. Okay. Well, but you know, for some, it did start in the second quarter. <laughs> It did. Some, when the yeah. offense couldn't yeah. move the ball. Yeah. So either way, we're on the. It's the end of the week. It's Friday, and we are. Buzz is in the is in the breaking news booth that I used to. You know, obviously, man. But mm-hmm. for the time being, until Spike gets here, mm-hmm. I am out of the breaking news booth. So Buzz is taking over that very, very, very responsible position. He'll let us know if anything happens. Uh, we're waiting for the white smoke to come out from uh, from Novacare to let us know if they're keeping Nick Sirianni or they're not. And then the very simple question and the very simple topic uh, I have for you on this Friday is what do you hope happens? What do you hope happens in the meeting between Jeff Lurie and Nick Sirianni today? Do you hope that when it comes down that he's back and he's given a chance to fix this? Or do you hope that he's gone, we turn the page on the Nick Sirianni era, and we move on 
and try to get this ship righted. Ike, when it comes down, eventually the news breaks, hopefully during the show today, mm-hmm. what do you hope is the outcome of the meeting with, with Jeff Lurie? Well, obviously I hope they make the right decision. It's, it's going to be hard to tell that just based off of what they do immediately. You're going to need to see what happens after that, whether Nick stays or they bring in someone else. You won't know if it was the right decision until you get into some point next season and see where the team is at. So I'll state the obvious there, that I hope he makes the right decision. And I trust that he will. So let me state that as well. I trust that he will make the right decision. So I'm good with that. Where I think they're going to go, they're going to keep Nick Sirianni as the coach. They're going to keep Nick Sirianni as the coach because, quite frankly, um, I don't know if there is enough there from their perspective that they just absolutely got to get rid of this guy. If it was that clear and cut, they would already have gotten rid of him. Like I don't, I don't know what what's going to happen today. That somehow he's supposed to come up with some magic uh, uh, coaching staff that everybody's supposed to be like, oh yeah, that's the staff that'd be nice. It'd be a nice step well, in the right direction. My only point is, is that I don't believe that's what Jeffrey Lurie is sitting there waiting for. Maybe he's looking for a plan with the quarterback. Okay, I mean that's fine, but that but that takes more than just Nick Sirianni having a plan with the quarterback. Like that's not that's a collaborative thing. That's that's when you find out who your offensive coordinator is going to be. Is it going to be Brian Johnson or is it going to be someone else? Do the, the does the organization want to keep Brian Johnson or you're telling Nick Sirianni go find me an OC and a DC? Well, my like what are these conversations? See, I don't think this is the meeting where Nick Sirianni goes in there and presents some grand scheme and plan that all of a sudden he's going to knock their shoes off and say, yeah, that's what we want to do. And what does that plan entail? Again, does that plan entail bringing back Brian Johnson? Yay or nay? Is that okay with Jalen Hurts? Yay or nay? Do the Eagles want to keep Brian Johnson? Like Those are things I would want to know. I don't know. Like If the Eagles feel like Brian Johnson is something – of significance as far as moving forward and getting this team and offense back to where they wanted to be, is that a stipulation that they make Nick Sirianni keep Brian Johnson? You know, part of what you hear is that was there some rift that Nick Sirianni was stepping on Brian Johnson's toes? Brian Johnson had the majority of play calling duties early in the year, and then it seemed like Nick interjected somewhere to to, to infuse some energy into the offense. Did things go awry then? Right? Like, I, like th- those are the things that I, I just don't know yet. And I think Nick Sirianni, if you're, to me, if you're looking for some magical uh, a formula that makes you all of a sudden believe Nick Sirianni is about to be the next Andy Reid, I, I'm not trying to sell you that. And, and neither can he. He is who he is as a coach. He is who he is as a coach. I don't think that changed from Tuesday to today. Yeah, but, I mean, they also could have squashed it earlier in the week, too. You know, they could have said, he's our head coach. Why Why are they putting out that he still has to meet with the owner? Like, why are they putting out there his decision is kind of still up in the air? And, and like, I actually mm-hmm. – I agree with you. I think they're going to bring Nick Sirianni back. And, and my fear here is that I think it's going to be both of them. I think it's going to be Nick Sirianni and Brian Johnson. I just think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope that whenever it comes down, I, I hope that – the news is that they are they are moving on from Nick Sirianni, and and I keep asking myself, like, is the reason I'm keeping them because they went to the Super Bowl last year, and, and uh, that's, uh, yeah, that, that's a small thing. 
It, it is, but it's, it's, it's a slightly bigger thing than leading in some meaningless statistical category that everybody wants so they can feel good about the offense. Yeah, getting to the Super Bowl is a little bigger thing than some, I don't know, we were great on third down. We were great picking up the blitz. We had explosive plays. Yeah, I, that, yeah getting to the Super Bowl seems to carry a little more weight to me. There's weight behind it, but it's also yeah. do I trust that they're gonna that he's the guy to help navigate them back to that? I understand like deserving to get fired is different than what's the plan moving forward, and I believe I don't trust him going forward as the guy to get this thing back on track. Like do you trust Howie Roseman for the most part. I trust, trust Howie Roseman. Jeffrey Lurie. Yes. Do you believe they're gonna have a heavier hand in whatever happens moving forward to fix whatever went wrong with last year than Nick Sirianni? I think they will have a heavy hand, of course. That, that's, been, okay. that's been put out there. But there's still someone that does have to deliver the message. There, he's, it's not like Nick Sirianni's just down there and, and Howie and Jeffrey are running the, the coaching meetings or the Saturday night stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you that they're going to be involved. I'm just not sure that he's the guy to, to continue to deliver that message to the team. Like, John Fox got fired after going to the Super Bowl. Brian mm-hmm. Callahan got fired after going to the Super Bowl. Brian Billick won the Super Bowl and never got a head coaching job after that. So, like, there, there are examples of this where they just decide to, to go in another direction, and I think that's what they have here. And it feels like everyone's hope with Nick Sirianni is, okay, we'll get new coordinators around him. Well, A. Yeah, because that's how they won. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, that's how they won. Yeah. I understand that. But, but, how, we, just, we think they're, that they're going to go out and sign some superstar coordinators. What if they get it wrong again? So, I, I think people are always like, Oh, they'll get the enemy. They'll get this guy. They'll get that guy. Whatever hot coordinator, Brand Staley. Well, what if they get it wrong with the head coach? There are, but but I think that there are at least bigger, more. Qualified. They're not getting any big name head coach here. Stop it, stop it. They're not. You know that, and I know that. They're not getting Bill Belichick. They're not getting Jim Harbaugh. They're not getting Mike Vrabel. Even if they didn't get those guys, yes, I would rather have Ben Johnson as the head coach of the team next year. Right. Even if they didn't get those guys, I think I would be intrigued by what Slowick is doing down there with C.J. Stroud and try to get a guy off the Niners coaching tree. Like I think that's a better plan for than bringing Nick Sirianni back and he's what the 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 figurehead of this thing and hope you get the coordinators right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know why? Because when they went to the Super Bowl, guess who wasn't the end all to be all? Doug Peterson, Jim Schwartz, and Frank Reich had a lot more to do with them winning. Right, and they never replaced those oh, Hold guys. on, hold on. No, I'm just telling you that they've had success in this formula. They've had success. So they got back to the Super Bowl with two great coordinators, right? Yes. Okay, so why can't they go out and hire two more good coordinators to help their head coach out? Be- and, it, and, it, and it's going to be successful. Why do you believe that's going to fail versus cleaning house and, and, and just getting rid of everybody? Because the last two times this has happened, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Reich, Reich, Schwartz helped Doug. Yeah, they never got the right corner next to Doug, and Doug was gone. This time they because got because the, they let who take over? They let the head coach take over the play calling and everything else. Okay, so but what happened here? They they brought back Nick Sirianni. They didn't get the right coordinators around him, mm-hmm. and now there's talks of moving on from Nick Sirianni. Why should I have confidence that, that they're going to go out and get the right coordinators this time? When in back-to-back circumstances, they haven't. Well, you, uh, they they have. They have. They have. After they brought in a new a new regime, right? For a year or two years, they get it right, mm-hmm. and then and then we're right back into the same cycle, the same circle. Yeah, and we're here again. Yeah, yeah. 
It's okay. I mean, I'm okay with the last six years. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of franchises that would love to have had the success this team has had the last six years. I know. Doing it the way they've done it. But they've, ne- but they've never been able to get the right coordinator after those star coordinators have gone. They never did it under Doug, and last year they got it wrong next to, next to Nick. Well, here's what I think they did. When they were allowed to bring in the guys they wanted to without any resistance from Doug, they did get it right. They did get it right. I, I don't know if Nick Sirianni would have wanted to have Brian Johnson as his offensive coordinator first and foremost. Maybe that was something that was thrust on him because somebody else likes Brian Johnson more than anything else. So it was a natural thing to move him into that seat because the quarterback, don't you, you can't have him have another offense to learn. He needs to be in the same offense multiple years and all this other stuff. So when they've been forced to go out there and hire, and I would say veteran coordinators – See, that's the difference. Veteran coordinators, these unproven guys, these young guys, those are the guys that have failed at the coordinating positions. But if you bring in the veteran coordinators that maybe had some head coaching experience or have been a longtime coordinators, I think Nick Sirianni has a better chance of having success because those veteran coordinators will have total autonomy over both sides of the football. Jim Swartz ran the defense. When Frank Reich and John DeFilippo was here, they ran the offense. Doug was there. We even heard Nick Foles suggest the greatest play in Super Bowl history. Wasn't Doug and his bright ideas. Am I right or wrong? So so, uh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is when you bring veteran coordinators in, Nick Sirianni looked like a much better coach when he had veteran coordinators who actually knew how to teach the quarterback to pick up a blitz. Hot reads, right? He did the offense look perfectly fine then. The defense looked pretty good last year with Jonathan Gannon. Oh, by the way, who the whole city hated. Now all of a sudden, yeah, we want yeah, we need, we need another coordinator in here. Yeah, go get me a veteran D coordinator. Get me a veteran offensive coordinator. The players like Nick Sirianni, so that's not the issue. It's not as if they quit on him, even though everybody wants to keep pushing that narrative. The majority of the players did not quit on him. They still wouldn't mind playing for him. They're not going to revolt if he's the head coach. They'd be excited to have him back. And maybe one one person wouldn't be excited. And, again, are we doing everything based off one person? I don't think that's a smart strategy. I don't think so either. And I think Jeffrey Lurie realizes that they made that mistake already once. But here's my follow-up to that. Go ahead. What if Brian Johnson's back? So then it's we don't go get the veteran offensive coordinator. We don't go out and get those guys. Now, he can get a head coaching job, and it's out of their hands. Mm-hmm. But what if Brian Johnson's back, and it's the same two figureheads at the front of the offense next well, year? Well, can Brian Johnson be better in his second year as offensive coordinator? Can be. Well, okay, why don't people believe that then? Why is it that Nick Sirianni has to go? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Why can't Brian Johnson just be better in his second year as offensive coordinator and play caller? He could be. But I didn't, the first two Nobody results were not it. great. Right. 215592. 9494. It's uh, on the record Friday. They're meeting today, Jeff Laurie and Nick Sirianni. What do you hope is the outcome? Do you hope he's gone or do you hope he's back? Get in now, 215592. 9494. Nick's in Collegeville. What's happening, Nick? Gentlemen, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Here's it. Oh, sure. uh, listen, I heard no one problem. good thing in the first in the first fifteen minutes, and that was what Ike said, which was. Well, hold on. Well, you said a lot of. Listen, I said. You said <laughs> the adults are going to basically come in a room and are going to talk about it, and Jeffrey Lurie is going to make a good decision. And and I hope you're right. First of all, I believe they're not meeting today because of the freaking snow. These guys, it's, not, it's time sensitive to make a decision, but it's not 24 hours sensitive. So I believe nothing's going to happen today because nobody's in that office. Well, can they Second fire up the Zoom machine then or something? <laughs> okay. we, we got no, business is, to take care of. This is what they need to do, and I hope this is what they do. You get the adults, which is Jeffrey, which is Howie, which is Jalen, and which is Nikki. And you put them in a room and go, what exactly happened? What emotions are we dealing with? And what are we going to do to go forward with this? And if you want to bring in Brian Johnson and, and, and go and ask him, who wants to throw the ball down the field and who wants to throw short routes? Let's figure this out because we can't go forward. I need, I need clarity and I need a clear vision. Yeah, but don't you think what that Jeff team? Lurie already kind of has that answer? I mean, he's not an no, absentee look, look, owner. No, no, that's my thing. Look at the teams in the playoffs, the, the number one teams. The Ravens have a great offense and San Francisco, who have a great offense. They don't bomb the ball down the field. They take what the defense gives them, and when you cheat on the line, they go deep. They hurt you where you don't, where you want to sacrifice yardage. And that's what good offenses do. They don't just go, we're going to bomb the ball down the field because this is our philosophy. No, if they, don't, if they take that away, then you do something else. And the final thing is, like Elliot saying yesterday, oh, they're top four offense. Yeah, if you take the first 11 games, but the team that ended the season the last five or six games, they couldn't score if you, me, and Ike were starting in middle in linebacker for the other teams because they were terrible. They could not score. So I don't want to hear about stats that happened when they were 10-1. and one. I want to hear what this team was when they choked and they looked like dogs last Monday, this Monday night when we're 1130 and we're watching this team just do what they did for three weeks in a row. So the adults better figure this out, and I'll t- and I'll take status quo if there's a clear vision, and if how we can get off this, we have this philosophy about throwing the ball down the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody wants to do that. That's why everybody tries to stop that. So, guys, yeah. great show again. Thanks for coming in. Oh, appreciate it, Nick. No, thank you. I, I will say this: I, I would. What, what do you think? I I would think Jeffrey Lurie is going to focus more on the collapse versus. The first eleven season, the first eleven games of the season. Here's what I mean by that. If I'm Jeffrey Lurie, I want to know what happened. How did they, how did we get to this coming down the stretch, right? And and I would also hope that Jalen Hurts hasn't left town yet, because he may need to have a sit down with the owner, a face to face. Seriously, 
Like, like we, we if, I'm, if I'm making some major decision like this, what I truly want to know is what the hell happened the last month and a half of the season? I think Jeff Lurie, I think he cares way more about what happened culturally than the offense. Right. Like, I think I think well, offense is, is a part of it, but he needs mm-hmm. to know if what's going on. What's going on? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, but honestly, I want to know all of it. I, I want to know all of it. The, the, the whole change in the play, doing your own thing, all this stuff. I want to know all of that before I get rid of a guy who's gotten me in the playoffs three straight years and a trip to the Super Bowl. I need to be absolutely sure as to what the issues were and can they be fixed. That's what a good leader does. He gets he gathers all the information and then you weigh the information and then you figure out whether or not what can be fixed and what what what's not fixable. And I I kind but of but everybody wants to focus on the last six or seven weeks of the season. So if I'm him, that's what I'm focusing on too. Yeah. Inside the locker room and on the field. Corey's in Columbus. What's happening, Corey? What's up, man? How y'all doing? What's up, C? Hey man. I I feel like this 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 is how I feel it. When people say they want to fire Nick Sirianni, and let's say, for example, we just use Bill Belichick since that's the hot name. So you bring in Bill Belichick, who has six Super Bowls. Let's say next season Bill Belichick goes 10-7 and seven, or 9-8. and eight. So we firing him too? Mm, it's kind of no. similar to what, mm. to what Ike talked about. So it's like, it's like what, 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 is, what is keeping us from – what is making this job attractive? So if, if I'm a coach and I'm interviewing with Je- uh, Nick Sirianni, I mean with Jeffrey Lurie, my question is – so what what is what is going to keep you from firing me if in the first year we ain't the top offense in the league and going fourteen and three? What's keeping you from letting me go? Like, are you going to let me fill out my plan? This, like, well, I get it. It's people, a it's a question they have to answer. But at the same time, if they feel like they have an issue here, I can't just keep them because of what happened last year. Right, but but the thing is, we are acting like, and and I say this all the time as a fan base. I'm a Philadelphia fan. We always act like we got the answers as a fan base. We don't know exactly what's going on. That's for them to find out. So we as a fan base, oh, get rid of Nick Sirianni. Jalen and him has an issue. First of all, we don't know that to be factually correct. Then it's like, like I just said, if you move on from Nick Sirianni and you bring in Bill Belichick and he fails too, what's keeping him? Like when we, when we look at the numbers, the first half and the second half of the season – we see that the offense took a dramatic drop. We got to figure out what was the root to that problem. Was it scheme? Was it player? Like, what was the issue? And just because you replaced the coach, like you bring in a guy like Ben Johnson, just because you bring in him, just because well, he got a good offense with, with, with the Lions, I mean, that's going to work here with, with our personnel? That, that, that's, that's not true. Oh, I feel like you should keep – you say he's a stud. I mean, what, what, what makes it say that? Because he's doing well with the Lions? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he turned, but, but like Jared seen, Goff is, is turning into one of the best quarterbacks but, in the NFC under him. But what I'm saying is we've seen these other coordinators that are coordinators, co-head coaches, other places fail. We, there's a, a, a tremendous we, – we see what Josh McDaniel right. did, right? What, Everybody loved him. What, is, what, did a, what did Nick Sirianni impress you with this year at the offense? What I'm saying is that's not the point. I know, but I, we're trying to do this thing where it's like, well, maybe he won't be good here. Maybe, well, what, what about the guy that we have here? Well, I would say Brian Johnson didn't, didn't impress me with his offense. Right. My thing is, I don't, I, I don't know what the root of the issue is. That's the problem. Jeffrey Lloyd needs to find the root of the issue. Yeah. We don't know if the root of the issue, like I said, maybe Jalen Hurts and him wasn't clicking. Maybe Brian Johnson, there. It's, it's the root of the issue. And maybe just because you've changed owners, I mean, changed coaches, doesn't mean that that's going to solve the problem. You could bring anybody in here. Does A.J. have a riff with the coach or, or the quarterback? Like, 
you got to find the root of the problem before you just start getting rid of people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and and that's that's the job of the owner, and that's I think part of the conversation today. Two one five five nine two. 9494 is how you get in. It's the afternoon show here on this snowy Friday. Hope you're safe on the roads or listening at home, of course. And we know the big meeting that's going down today. It's between Jeffrey Lurie, Nick Sirianni. They're not postponing this meeting. They better not, man. Like, get on a Zoom or something. Like, we got a job to do here. They should wait till 5 o'clock to announce they postponed the meeting. Uh, That'd be a great bit. No, nah, it'd be awful. It'd be, make a decision, Jeff. And hopefully he's home from whatever. But how about, the Cayman Islands yeah, or wherever he was? drive the yacht back up from there. To, to this is a hell of a welcome back. Yeah, I mean, welcome home, buddy. Yeah, I, I wonder if he even decided to come back. Yeah, I know. I mean, he had to get, seriously, he got the weather report. Why would you? Well, Johnny Airport said he landed last night. Ooh, oh, he did? Yeah, he did. Clarky. Oh, okay, I didn't Clark see Clark was all over it. Now, yeah. I missed that one. Now, what if you saw Lori's yacht just floating right down by <laughs> the, the, uh, the Down the schuylkill in the yeah, snow. Yeah. You see you Lori see, on the yacht? Yeah. You see him and Sirianni talking? I would have had to imagine his yacht wouldn't fit under the bridge. I don't think bridge. it would fit under the bridge either. Yeah. But I need to see that. That's my new goal for today. 215-592-9494. What do you hope is the result of that meeting? Do you hope he's gone or do you hope he's back? Get in now. It's an on-the-record Friday once and for all, I think, here on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 